All right, Alola, guys, we are here for the Alolan region. We are here for Gen 7. Will, JJ, and I are going to talk about Sun and Moon and Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon. So, uh, this Hawaiian region, uh, what are your guys' initial impressions of Alola? Uh, I think it's funny because we're all going to take different stances here. I'm going to be, <laughs> like, middle of the road, and then you two are going to be on the, the poles. Yeah. Um, so, like... There are a lot of things I really, really like about Alola. Um, the, uh, the trials, that's a great new spin on gym uh, challenges. It's nice to have something new implemented here. Um, I like when they overhaul major game mechanics without like making it feel like it's breaking the game. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the region itself. It's beautiful. There are some really fun activities you can do in it. I have a lot of fun with things like Manteen Surfing. Um, this, all of that being said, uh, I quit the game during the tutorial the first time I tried playing through it because I felt like I was being babied that much. Mm-hmm. They, um, I just, we've played so many Pokemon games at this point. I realize this is some people's introduction, but none of the rest of them have had this lengthy of an introduction. And it it was just really hard for me to get into. I mean, I know the Pokemon company gears their games towards kids, but they also have to know that, like, their fan base and their player base is so much wider of an age range. Like, it would be as simple as letting players disallow the tutorial or letting them skip information by saying, yes, I already know that, like they do in Galar. They They could have done that kind of stuff, and that would have made it so much better. But, like, that's a huge detractor for me because I quit the game before I even got into the game because of the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, like, again, I love so much of the region. Yeah, I can agree with you, JJ. That's going to be defi- definitely going to be one of my points for uh, against Alola for me. Um, but I do... I will say I do like certain parts of this region, so I don't want to say, like, I absolutely despise any region because i think there's redeemable points about every single generation of pokemon so um all right will what are your thoughts on alola okay i really like this region it was a nice breath of fresh air in a sense like out of all the places we've been all the beautiful regions this to me just i don't know i just was attracted to it i just really enjoyed it i'm not gonna lie with JJ, I'm like I 100% agree with JJ on the tutorial being super long, dragging out. I I will not dispute that one bit. I powered through it because it was just more, mere fact of just I was really excited to see this world, mm-hmm. and even parts during this very dragged on tutorial, there were some ways that they were doing it to where I'm just like okay, I let's see where this is leading up to, you know, because it's a tutorial. We've seen this show and dance before, but they're presenting it in some ways a little bit different than in the past. So I thought I kind of powered through it with the mindset of if I get through this tutorial, maybe there's going to be something else that I missed Mm -hmm. with it being a new, like, you know, game and all that. So I powered through it. It is a drag. It is very much is. I will not argue that. But overall, I had a blast playing this game. I love the trials. Just so much about this game. There are things I don't like about this game. I will I'll cover certain aspects of it. 
there. Mm-hmm. But overall, though, I I had a blast with this game. It's so much fun for me. I can get past, I can grind past any tutorial at this point after doing that shit. So <laughs> the tutorial, it it didn't stop me. I still enjoyed the region. Yeah, I, I will say, I think um, I think part of our fun and excitement, I believe your first time playing, Will, was when we did that We did that Nuzlocke in college that was like a bunch of us that with uh, Frap and Thor, and we all had yeah. like the different that, typings that we had to use, uh, like a monotype, but I think we all got two types, didn't we? No, I did a pl- so I did a playthrough beforehand. Okay. Because I wanted to do a playthrough so I could understand just the premise of what existed in this Pokemon game mm-hmm. before we did that. But yeah, I then like literally my next playthrough, I was so excited. I literally fresh in my mind, even when I knew about the tutorial being as long as it was, I was so excited to get back into this game. I jumped right back in with that special puzzle that we did. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. So for viewers or listeners that don't know, so Will and I in college, we did a big Nuzlocke with like eight of us that did like, we had like a monotype or double type where we yeah we each... were, we, were, we randomly selected uh or like we spun like a wheel and we were given like two typings and like so our team had to be built around these two typings like you could have like a secondary type but as long as these two typings were like on that team so like for example I had fighting and poison mm-hmm. no that, that those were two so that's what I those two typings must have been on my team in some designer form Mm -hmm. yeah the rest was just nuzlocke style you know you you can only catch this so your first encounter of this typing that was on your team yeah and we also got a starter that frap gave us like an egg of at the beginning so that we got to pick something and will got to pick two because we did uh omega ruby off of sapphire yeah that was the only pokemon on our team that didn't have to fit our typing Mm -hmm. yeah that was i remember that yeah yeah, because I I picked I had Cyndaquil as a as a starter, and then, uh, which is interesting, I didn't go with a non-starter Pokemon, but um, and then like you had a uh, I had a Dragonite, and then I for my bonus one I went with the Lapras. Yeah, okay, so. yeah, 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 and then I believe Frap had a Slowpoke. Thor had a did Thor have a Cubone to start or a Marowak? Yeah, he had a Cubone. He went with Marowak. Yeah, and then. But- I think a couple other people. There were a couple people that had started with the swine up for Mammoth Swine, I believe. I, no, there was an Onyx, yeah, but then yeah, yeah, a lot of people also dropped out. So yeah. <laughs> we lost like half of them, and there were only like four of us left at the end. But college life. Yeah. So yeah, no. It, um. So I mean, that's kind of an experience with that. So I will say that again. I think there's redeemable factors about this generation, and I will talk about those. Um. So, I mean, and I was thinking about this beforehand, but I I will say right now, I don't have this as the worst region when I was rethinking certain things at the end when we get to our generation rankings, but we'll save that. All right, well, let's get to our starters, our Pokedex. Uh, so our starters, we got Rowlet, we got Litten, and we got Poplio. And I'll say, I mean, it, it, this was before Smash came, Smash Ultimate came out with Incineroar, um, but I I'll, I picked Litten from the start, and I... I liked Incineroar despite it despite them trying to make it a firefighting without making it firefighting and putting dark in there but I actually really liked the design for Incineroar um so yeah I I Litten was my boy I also chose Litten um for me it was because 
prior to playing Ultra Moon, um, I had been getting into the TCG, the mm -hmm. trading card game, and um, I bought a starter deck that was based on the, the Litten Evolution line. Uh, it was like Mewtwo and that, and, uh, and like some other fire Pokemon. Mm -hmm. um, I love the Litten and Rowlet lines. I really do. Mm -hmm. I'm not super fond of Poplio. Um, it's too cutesy for me. I get that it's a fairy type. Mm -hmm. We kind of had this conversation in Gen... Was it last gen? Yeah. Yeah, I think it was last gen. Um, but yeah, overall pretty good. I, I totally agree with you, Jake, though, on the, like... It's a little disappointing that they made a firefighting type. When I know it's not firefighting, it's fire dark, but like they wanted it to be firefighting. Yeah. But that but that being said, I did just want to say that at least they made the design fit with it being a heal Pokemon. So um, that was cool at least. But uh, Will, your thoughts on the starters? I I dug uh, Litten and Rowlet. I went with Rowlet, but I went I, I picked Litten every now and then. On then I really liked Incineroar. Mm -hmm. The only thing that kind of I don't want to say bugged me, but because I, I still really like Incineroar, but it, it just something about going from four legs to bipedal, whatever the term is. Yeah, bipedal. Standing, yeah, it's standing upright. It's to me a little odd, especially for like a cat like Pokemon. Mm -hmm. It just throws me off a little bit, but. It's fine because Incineroar is still really cool. Like it's a cool looking Pokemon. Mm -hmm. Um, Rowlet, Decidueye, Grass Ghost. Like I couldn't resist like going with that. Yeah. Pablio, I liked Pablio. Pablio. Mm -hmm. Pablio looked fucking awesome. He was cute. I liked it. I liked liked it. It was awesome. But then as I was going through, it was just like, okay. I get it, it's a fairy type. But, like, at the same time, like, we, there are other Pokemon, I think, it's fine if you want to design a Pokemon to be where the gen, it, like, match, it favors more of a gender type mm -hmm. for other Pokemon. But I think for a starter, you should, my personal opinion, you should design a Pokemon uh, that can best, or that is, I want to say pretty neutral. Mm -hmm. One that it's not so heavily swinged one way or another. Like Embor, I think Embor is like an example of one that I think is too far on the male side. It's just a very rugged looking thing. Like mm -hmm. there's like other ones, but like, like it's like if that was like a like it, it's too on one end, and then like with the poppy line, it just goes so far into the fairy line. It's just like. You're like, mm, it, it seems off-putting in some regards. I know it sounds weird, but it's just like the design, it, it wasn't balanced enough for a starter. If it wasn't a starter, that would be fucking great. It was a beautiful design Pokemon, don't get me wrong. Mm -hmm. I just don't think it was a great choice for a starter. Yeah. But I always, Decidueye is my favorite out of the end. Yeah. Incineroar so, is a close second. Yeah, I, I don't think Primarina is a bad Pokemon. Like, it still is no, a good... It's, it's, and statistically-wise, it's good. Like, yeah. that fairy type is, like, 
pretty solid. Like, it's a good Pokemon. I don't think it's bad. It's just the only reason why I didn't pick it was just because I was like, I'm not a big fan of how it just progresses. And that's the yeah. only thing. Exactly. My decision making as well. Um, anything else we want to say on the starters? JJ, you have anything else? All right. Um, yeah, so then we have our legendaries and ultra beasts. So I think I'll just, so let's just do like a couple of the legendaries. I think, I mean, we have to start with Solgaleo and Lunala. Um, and I really like both of their designs. They look really fearsome. I mean, I, I mean, it's a giant bat and then a giant lion. Like they both look really, really cool. And, um, how like Solgaleo's mane is like the right is the sun and then, like, that's really cool. And the Lunala has, like, the moon uh, and, like, the night sky on its winds, which is really, really cool. So I, I like both uh, Sogaleo and Lunala. Uh, sorry, I was finishing a bite of food. You're good. Um, I like that we're getting back into the space design because <laughs> um, they played with it a little bit in previous generations. They didn't get too much into spacey pokemon mm -hmm. um but now they came um they came back to it and they went at it hard in this generation mm -hmm. uh, like with the ultra beast being from another generation or another dimension mm -hmm. and I, I like this idea of two legendary pokemon diverging from the same origin too yes um and uh i i do like the pair together like they are cool designs. Solgaleo looks like a freaking Yu-Gi-Oh card, um, <laughs> which is neat, but yeah. Yeah, the two, so their origins also, they came from Cosmog, Lily's Cosmog, Nebby get in the bag. Um, yeah, so Nebby, the Cosmog evolved into Cosmoem and then into Solgaleo or Lunala. Um, so that, it, it's a cool origin for a legendary Pokemon to have a really weak, stayed first two stages but then become something super powerful um on that note you just you mentioned get in the bag i just want to <laughs> reference the meme of ash being like stupid strong because cosmo m weighs 2204 pounds and <laughs> ash just carries around like nothing so does lily <laughs> like geez these kids are really really strong <laughs> Will, any, any thoughts on Sogaleo and Lunala? We're back to this thing of it's from space. What type do we get it? Oh, psychic. Sogaleo should have been a steel fire type. I don't care what anybody says. Mm -hmm. Like, it's the embodiment of the sun. Last time I checked, the sun is hot. <laughs> what else is hot? Fire. Hmm. The steel type? I'm cool with. Unique. It looks metal as fuck. Like, it's... I'm fine with that. Or, you know what? If you want to keep the psychic, psychic fire. Fire type should have been in there. Mm -hmm. I get it. It's it's just like another prime example. It's from space. What do we get it? Psychic? <laughs> what? Yeah. Fine. Go psychic. That's fine. That's that. It, the the looks of it. I'm like that makes sense. Mm -hmm. I can understand that. But no, so Galelo should have been a fire type. Should have been a fire type. That's the only thing that is. Other than that, they're really cool. I like the two legendaries. So I prefer that design. 
even though I'm mad as hell at the typing, but it is what it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, all right, and then Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon, they, I mean, it was in regular Sun and Moon, but Ultra Sun and Moon revolved around a Krasma, and it's stealing the light uh, from Alola, and then you get to face freaking Ultra and a Krasma, and you get, like, the other combinations of the, what was it, the, um, uh, Dawn Winds, Lunala, and Duskmane, uh, Solaleo, or, or no, but it was, like, Necrozma, not Lunala and Solaleo, but Necrozma's cool, um, it, it just looks really crazy, and then Ultra Necrozma looks terrifying, and you have to fight that thing, and if you're doing a Nuzlocke, you're probably gonna lose most of your team on that thing, so, it's, a it, it's a crazy Pokemon. Um, I do like the idea of a, um, like, the big legendary Pokemon being almost inherently evil. Mm-hmm. Um, have we gotten that in one of the previous generations? I mean, I guess Mewtwo technically was, like, so savage and evil, technically, but, like, it was obviously... It was a natural man- legend. Right, it was man-made, right. Yeah, and that wasn't a point of the games, really, either. That's true. Um, so, uh, yeah, but I do like this, like, inherently evil. As far as the design, I think it looks a little bit um, cartoony for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, it's a cool storyline. I really like how Necrozma is implemented into the plot. Yeah, for sure. Will? Yeah, ditto, but, I mean, like, when you're deal fighting it, you're like, Jesus, this is, like, a baddie. Like, you're like, this is a boss battle. Like, just everything about it even the music like when it's playing too you're just like jeez like okay um i am prepared to die today apparently <laughs> okay jeez yeah it's like, it's almost like kind of like if you like in a weird way that's kind of like that presentation is what i would expect for like rcs but we didn't get it for that <laughs> like so it's just like hmm <laughs> Is this the guy? <laughs> what? Yeah, Ultra Necrozma, like I said, is just terrifying. So, um, all right, and then I, uh, we should mention the Tapus next. We've got, uh, the Island Guardians, Tapu Coco, uh, Tapu Lele, Tapu Bulu, and Tapu Fini. Um, I like that there's these guardians for each of the islands, and, like, each island has its own specific legendary that's protecting it. So, and you get to see Tapu Koko, like, right away in your journey, which is cool. Like, a cool tease of what's to come. So, Tapus, Tapus are cool. Um, I've seen, like, competitive stuff, and, like, uh, Tapu Koko or Tapu Bulu are probably the ones that I've seen the most. Like, Tapu Bulu, I've seen, can be a huge damage dealer. So, um, no, the Tapus are cool. Um, I agree with you. I like that they each get their own island. Um, they do this a lot with like the hierarchy of the legendaries, mm-hmm. um, but uh, thinking of them in terms of like being protectors of the region rather than just being in their element. Um, a lot of these uh, like other legendaries, besides the major plot ones, tend to just get into uh, whatever space they are. They kind of affect that region, but they're not like the guardians of it i yeah <laughs> i but i i also don't want to imply that the tapus weren't like an important part of the storyline right because i mean they are but yeah yeah for sure well 
I, I dug them. I, like, like you guys were saying, I thought it was pretty cool Like that each island had its particular guardian. <laughs> um, I kind of, the way at first it was going about it, I was like, oh, I thought this was going to be a bigger deal than what it was. Not so much, in hindsight. Mm-hmm. But still, kind of like cool in that they added in the lore. Um, I just wish maybe that they implemented more. They we dove a little bit more into it, mm-hmm. and then uh, I think that would have been cool. Or maybe like see how the cult, like each of them, each of the guardians, like impact the culture of particular islands and stuff a little bit more. But it was still pretty unique, and uh, eh, that unique—that's not the word I want to use—but it, it was neat. It was it was done pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, I I think the only one we got that much of was Tabu Koko because you encounter it right away in your journey, and yeah, like, it's a big part of like your first uh, grand trial and whatnot of like battling for Tabu Koko, and that's just that's kind of a cool thing. But like then the rest of the islands don't really focus on the Tapus as much. On that note, um, that is one thing that this game does better than the others Mm -hmm. i think is it makes you feel more like one of the anime protagonists um specifically ash because he is the anime protagonist Mm -hmm. for pokemon anyway um (laughs) just like being able to interact with a legendary right from the beginning and have the pokemon approve you and like having to beat these challenges and affect the entire region yeah you've fought villain teams before but, like, this is coming more from a place of authority. It's not just like, oh, it's this random kid who just so happens to be able to beat the villain team. Like, you're actually getting approval in a way by showing your um, showing your worth. Yeah, that is very, very cool. Agreed. Yeah. Um, all right. And then I think we should move and I'll just name off all the Ultra Beasts because there's a ton and we can just kind of talk about which ones we like because... Um, if we go through them individually, it's going to take forever. Um, and there's some mythicals we'll go over as well after the fact as uh, also. Um, so what we have for the Ultra Beasts, we have Buzzwool, we have Guzzlord, we have Pheromosa, we have Kartana, we have Zerkatry, we have Celesteela, um, and we have Stakataka and Blacephalon. And is Poipol uh, technically an Ultra Beast as well? Poipol and Naganadel? Um I think those are just legendaries. I don't think they're ultra beasts. Okay, so we'll put them with the mythicals. So the just everything except for the last two. So your guys' thoughts on the ultra beasts. I think it's a interesting idea mm-hmm. uh, to have these non-legendary legendary Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Like they're not even pseudo-legendaries. They just give them an entirely different label. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of weird to me, like that they're like their own category. I do like again the other dimensions. Like it takes Pokemon into this whole other area that we haven't seen before. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have gotten some space stuff before with the Algapalkia Deoxys, but we've never gotten other dimensions, and that's like uh, you new territory. Kind of got uh, sorry, uh, correct the me. Realm. The, the, the distorted realm, kind of with Giratina. Like, only Giratina. That's really. fair. That's a that's a fair point. Um, this is the first one. I think what I think what you might be trying to say, if correct me if I'm wrong, is like this is one where we actually see other kind of Pokemon life. Because at least with the with the Distorted World, it was just at least as far as right now, it's just Giratina running that show. Sure. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, we uh we could get a Pokemon multiverse. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's getting a multiverse. <laughs> hey, different versions of Charmander. <laughs> yeah. True. Uh, oh, maybe okay, like what if we got versions of Charmander that evolved into the Naga evolutions? Like we got a line that fit each of those. Oh my god. That would be Charizard naturally a dragon type now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maybe you can get that fire Solgaleo after all. <laughs> I just gotta go to a different dimension. <laughs> God, that's so good. Oh, and there's, uh, I forgot one, Nihilego as well, which is what Luzamine has. So that, which is a pretty important one, because that's like the first Ultra Beast you encounter. Um, so, but I, I, yeah, I like them. Um, uh, Will, what are your thoughts on the Ultra Beasts? Mmm. <laughs> I, I like the idea of different dimensions. Mm-hmm. These alien-type looking Pokemon, I can dig. But it... I, part... like I, I say that jokingly, different versions of Charmander, but... Part, I think it would be so much cooler, in my opinion, just to have... Well, actually, no. I'll take that back. Because we're getting regional variants of things. Mm-hmm. So, that's fair. But, like, I like the idea. I like the concept of it. I I think they made them really large. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if that was the purpose just to be like, these are really alien-like, out of this world. Like, literally out of this dimension world kind of deal. Mm-hmm. Because even, like, Deoxys, too, is, like, very strange-looking. But yeah. it's like at the same time, some of them just like, mm. like Guzzlord. I like Guzzlord's design. Buzzwool is a meme. Like it's just a. It's meme. swole. <laughs> it, it's swole. It's a mosquito that got pissed and just got <laughs> jacked. Like this thing is just like damn. But like, I I, I, I I'm always like on the fence with these ultra beasts. I don't use them. I don't want to use them. Yeah. I, I do like Guzzlord. I think Guzzlord looks cool. Guzzlord looks like something like if it popped out of like this portal, I'd be like a lot of them. I, I would say that way. Like, but if I saw Guzzlord, I'm just like Guzzlord's like okay, that's a boss or some shit, you know. But every other ones, I'm just like, Ew. it literally eats worlds. <laughs> like, um, yeah, probably my Celesteela is a bulky beast. Like that thing, that thing competitively is really good. Um, uh, some other interesting, I mean, uh, what, um, what was it? Zerka tree is pretty cool. It's like a, it's like a little Christmas tree. That's. I hate Zerka tree. I think that is the, <laughs> I can't stand that design. I'm sorry. Um, and then you put, when you have a Pokemon that goes by, that has the name Stack Attack and it's just a tower, like. It's just hilarious to me, and I and when Blaze Cephalon came out with like the head that you can that throws, everybody was call, telling saying it looked like Pennywise. So I mean, um, that that was interesting as well. So, um, anything else we want to say on the Ultra Beasts? All right, um, and then we got some other legendary slash myth myth goals. 
We do have Poiple and Naganadel, as I mentioned earlier. We also have Type Null and Silvalli, um, which you encounter with uh, the trainer Gladion on your journey. Um, uh, and it's basically a lesser Arceus. Um, you also, uh, other, the mythicals you can, uh, that are there, there's Majorna, um, there is Zeraora, which is electric fighting type, I believe. You have Marshadow, who's ghost fighting. Um, and I believe that is the... Magnera? Is it Magnera one? Uh, Majorna, yeah. I think I, yeah, I, think I said I, them. Did you say Meltan and Melmetal? Oh yeah, and Meltdown and Melmetal, Mel yeah, yeah, yeah. Those the ones that were added through the let to, through Pokemon Go and Let's Go, yeah. Um, which is interesting, but um, yeah. So those are Gen Seven. So yeah, I mean, I think uh, I think I probably like Marshadow and Zeraora the best out of those. So, but I don't really have much of an opinion on these Pokemon. Um... I didn't get all the way through uh, Ultra Moon, and also, like, mythical Pokemon are just never ones that I tend to pursue because mm-hmm. they come through events. I don't know if these ones all came through events or not. Well, you can get you can get a Type Null post-game for Silvalli, um, and then uh, Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon, they also give you a Poipole for Naganadel, um, which is also a cool Pokemon, too. Okay. Um, I will say in the anime, I did like that Poipole is a painting Pokemon, um, <laughs> but like way better than Smeargle. Yeah, well, <laughs> Smeargle, Smeargle's uh, trash. <laughs> well, com- competitively, it's good, but I don't. <laughs> well, they kind of nerfed it after they figured out it's kind of busted, but like I don't really like Smeargle, so. <laughs> I will say Mel Metal is really cool, though. Uh, yeah. Just this big like steel creature that can just pack a wallop yeah yeah i've never really gotten to use it because of it being mythical but i i think at one time i'd get it traded to me and then i kind of just forgot about it when i started a new file so <laughs> but um well any any thoughts on the rest of these team marshall marshall so <laughs> Also, if you ghosty hands, square up. If you guys saw Pokemon, I choose you, the movie, which is like, which was sort of like having sort of a multiverse type thing where Ash uh, takes a different path after he gets Pikachu, and uh, Ghost find Ho Ho, um, and Marshadow is in that movie, and Marshadow is is actually kind of pretty terrifying. So, um, throw them ghosty hands. <laughs> yeah, he's cool though for sure. Yeah, but, but yeah, um, that's about it for my mythical like Pokemon opinions. I, I Marshall's like my favorite. Yeah. All right. Well, let's just get other opinions on the other Gen Seven Pokemon. I'm gonna say Glycopod's a standout for sure. First impression, just everything. Uh, you got Mudsdale, who's really good with stamina. Um, that thing is just bulky. If that happens, you got Salazzle. Two cannon. I mean, you you got a lot of cool stuff from Gen Seven. In general, um, this Pokédex for me felt like a return to um, closer to the original designs of Pokémon. Mm-hmm. Um, that is setting aside some of them, like the Ultra Beasts and like Stufflem Beware, for example. Um, but a lot of these Pokémon. Um, I really like the designs of, 
in particular, I like Salandit and Salazzle. Mm-hmm. Um, there aren't really, I don't think there are any other Pokemon that stand out in particular to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I will say, uh, with like Rockruff and Lycanroc, I know that's like tends to be a fan favorite. I like some of the versions of Lycanroc. I don't like the, I think it's the Midnight form. Oh, the werewolf form? Yeah, just because, again, it gets a little bit too cartoony for me. That's fair. Um, And I I know I'm ripping on that a lot, but, like, I don't know. That's just not my aesthetic. And there's nothing wrong with it. There really isn't. It's just not my preference. Yeah, that's very fair. Also, if you have any opinions on the Alolan forms as well, we can talk about those here, too. Oh, sure. Uh, Alolan forms. I do like the idea of regional variants yes. in general. This is the first um, time we get that. Yes, and uh, that makes a lot of sense mm-hmm. for some Pokemon. Not all Pokemon. Um, in, in particular, I'm going to point out Meowth. It doesn't make sense for Meowth to have gotten two different regional variants. I know that's not really fair to mention in the Gen 7 podcast, mm-hmm. but uh, like, I love Alolan Marowak. I think that's a really cool design. Yes. Not so much Geodude, Graveler, Golem, although I do like the idea of... Are they Rock Electric or Ground Electric? Rock Electric, yeah. Yeah, I do like Rock Electric. I think they're the only Rock Electric Pokemon. Um, I think you're probably right. I can't think of any other ones off the top of my head. So. But some of the other ones I, I just didn't like at all. I don't like Alolan Diglett and Big Trio. No. All they did was <laughs> add hair. like. Make them the Three Stooges. <laughs> yeah, it shouldn't change their... T- they're typing. Um, Vulpix is all right. Sandshrew is all right. I don't. Uh, it's a the head's a little bulky for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, yeah. Um, well, I'll let Will talk next because I think I know his favorite Alolan form is going to be. But okay, it's it, shut up, <laughs> Dutch. <laughs> My boy Muck get Alolan form. I. <laughs> I really dig it, the Poison Dark type, really cool. Um, I actually really like Alolan, Sandshrew, Sandslash, and Vulpix. Um, I really like, I I just liked it because the Ice typing is really, I'm glad to just see more Ice type Pokemon. And I I think it's a very, both of them are very beautifully designed. I like the colors, like just that icy blue. It's just very appealing to me. Mm -hmm. And then like, again, like, Jumping in on Ninetales design. Ninetales design favors that fairy type design. Mm-hmm. That is fine because it's not a starter. I'm okay with that. It right. is still a, it's just overall a very beautiful looking Pokemon. I'm fine with that when it's not a starter, but that's it. Um, a fucking uh, wishy washy. School form yet? The school form. That is some creative stuff right there. I like that. I love the rock. The Lycan Rocks, the different variations. I like the Midnight one. I like it. I like it just... I, JJ, I get what you're saying on the cartoon form. It, it took me a little bit to appreciate, but after a while, just playing with it, just that design of just how psychotic this thing looks, I'm just like, all right, I love this fucking thing. Rock Ruff is just adorable. <laughs> well, th- I think what I love about this Pokedex that... I really do like the the variations to it. Mm-hmm. Definitely need it. Alolan Marowak, pff, top tier. That is great. Um, 
even like even though I may not be a big fan of all of them, like Meowth, I'm not a big fan of the new variation, like design wise. Mm-hmm. I think it looks a little weird. But even like the newer Pokemon they brought in, I liked. I I liked this Pokedex. It was a very nice Pokedex. Make sure nice new cool Pokemon, Glyspot, like you mentioned too. And then also it did a good job at taking old ones that we knew and changed them up a bit to where you're just like, hmm, I actually might want to give this a try now. Like, honestly, it's crazy it is. Like, I part of me wanted to give, like, a Lola and Raticate a go because I'm just like, this thing just, I don't know what it is about it. This chunkier thing just <laughs> looks, looks fun to use. Like, I'm not saying it's good. I'm not going to say that, but it at least got me thinking. I'm like, maybe I, get, maybe I just use it this one time. Why not? Just something different. Right. And I, I kind of dug that, and I appreciate that about this Pokedex. Yeah. Oh, we also got our Pseudo and Como-O, Dragon Fighting. So that that is a cool Pokemon as well. I wish it was a little bit better. Yeah. But I dig, the, I dig it because that is a Pseudo that is huge on the culture. Like, just the whole thing of fighting. Like, this thing is a fighting-type warrior I love that. I was hoping fighting type would be a bit more prominent. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's the right word. I don't even think that was a word. <laughs> Prominence a word. Yeah, I don't think I used it in the right sense. Oh, okay. No, yeah, I did. Yeah, that's fine. I'm, I'm having a moment right now. Ugh. You're good. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, I wish it was more prominent like in, the, in this region. Yeah. Given the fact of just what the whole culture and even just the trials themselves, especially the first trial, is about. I, I wish it was, but I still, I dig the pseudo-legendary. I like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and also we got, uh, I mean, we've got uh, some dark Pokedex entries, like Beware Can Hug You to Death. Um, oh, Mimikyu. Yeah, Mimic Mimikyu. Uh, it's a ghost, and it wears the sheet on it. Like, it, that is an interesting design as well, and also that decoy ability is... At the time, it was busted. Yeah. I'm also going to point out Turtinator. Turtinator. That's a cool Pokemon. Um, I, I like that it's this like kind of deceptive dragon type. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's just cool. Um, and then on the other side of Turtinator, you have the Derpy Drampa. <laughs> Except Drampa's actually kind of good, too, So um, from what I've seen, even though it looks derpy. It's derpy, but it, it looks like I don't know. It's got a weird. It, it's got a weird place. I don't know what it is. It's a dragon grandpa. <laughs> oh, and then can we talk about how uh, Alolan executes a dragon type? Yeah, Alolan Executor is dragon, yeah, <laughs> extremely tall. Like, like on the DS, you literally couldn't even see its heads, uh, or at the top of it, top of it uh, on the DS, which is really funny. So, um, yeah. See, like that's a prime example of. Uh, a variant that makes sense. Mm-hmm. It, it's a palm tree, right? This time, the typing maybe not, but <laughs> yeah, but design, design wise, yeah. Yeah. Hey, they're just they're trying to make <laughs> Exeggutor even more interesting. <laughs> it works. Yeah. Um, least favorites from Alola. I don't know, something like Bruxish is weird, and I that's something I would not use. Um, 
Uh, I don't know. I'm trying to think of some other ones that I might... Komala is another one I would not use. Um, somehow that thing can learn Earthquake, but something like Entei cannot. Um, yeah, no, that those are probably like my least favorites. I'm not a big fan of Ori Oricorio, mm -hmm. to be honest. Um, I like I like that it's the different dance styles, but that Pokemon just doesn't resonate with me as much. No, I already kind of mentioned it earlier. I don't like Stuffle and Beware's design. Mm -hmm. uh, for uh, a Pokemon that is as strong as it is, I don't want it to look like a teddy bear. Mm -hmm. I'm okay with it even being cutesy. I just I don't want it to look like a teddy bear. <laughs> Well, any least favorites from Gen 7? I'm kind of with uh, JJ on the Beware thing. I, it's not even just like that it looks cutesy. I think it just looks awkward as hell. Yes. Yeah. Like, it just, the way, every, it just, I don't know. It just seems very weird to me. And uh, other than that, like, uh, Alolan Persian, really don't like. Mm -hmm. like design throws me off. But other than that, like, there's Pokemon I don't use, and of course they're lower on my preference list. <laughs> but there's not like a lot of standouts like that. I'm just like, uh, yeah. Except for the few that I mentioned, I'm pro probably sure as I play the game, I'm just like, oh damn, not this thing again. Uh, Toga Tomorrow is another one that isn't my favorite either. Um, that's another one that I wouldn't really use. Um, yeah. Um, so let's move on to uh the region. Uh, and we can talk about, like, the different mechanics of this region as well. Um, but we've got our four islands. We've got Mele Mele, Akala, Ula Ula, and Pony. Um, and, uh, some other stuff got introduced in this generation. We've got Z-Moves, which, yeah, we'll have a lot to say on those here. Um, uh, we've got Totems and Island Trials, Grand Trials, and we'll talk about, like, the Island Trial Captains in a different segment here. And we've got SOS Pokemon as well, which makes it harder to get certain Pokemon. Uh, or in some cases, the only way you can find certain Pokemon. Yeah, which, for example, something we didn't mention. Uh, Toxapex is an example of a Pokemon, or Mariani. Toxapex is great, too. But um, that's something that can only be found through SOS. Uh, so, your guys' thoughts on, I guess, the region and kind of these mechanics. Oh my gosh, I was having trouble unmuting. Uh, <laughs> I uh, talked about it a bit at the beginning, but I, I love the design of this region. It's so beautiful. It's so full of life. Um, most of the Pokemon typings make sense to the region. It's very sparse on ice type. Um, I think we could stand to have a few more fire types, but like in proportion to the rest of the Pokemon that are in the Pokedex, there are an okay number there um the like different modes of travel that you can do are great the yes. island trials and like those designs with uh totem pokemon like all of this is really cool it feels like this region is so much more about the pokemon than any other region has been and not that any other region hasn't been about pokemon but this is more pokemon focused than it is human focused um, and that's just a, a cool dynamic to me. Yeah. Um, yeah, Pokey Rides, as you mentioned, is another thing that they introduced. Instead of HMs, uh, we got Pokey Rides, and, uh, yeah, so, um, 
uh, Will, any thoughts? Uh, we, we can talk about Z-moves and stuff as well, and your thoughts on the island trial mechanics, too, guys. So, just... Um, yeah, so... I, yeah. Let's talk about those. Alright, um, well, I dug the Iron Trials. I thought it was a very unique spin after all these years of very similar gym. Actually, pretty much just cut face gym. And, uh, gym, uh, battles. Mm -hmm. Puzzle. Minions. Gym. Like, that was it. Of course, puzzles are different. All that stuff. Yeah, I get that. Mm -hmm. But... It was nice to get a, a breath of fresh air doing different things. Mm -hmm. um, I will say, not the most difficult Pokemon game. But, and I harped on it in the past. I've told, I said that it's made me frustrated with games in the past that of the difficulty. This was really easy. There was, I think, maybe a couple total Pokemon that I actually had uh, difficulty with more so than the, the kahunas themselves mm -hmm. however with it being a new thing and a new way of going about it I was fine with it because I didn't know what I was getting into mm -hmm. I like the totem Pokemon like these big Pokemon I like the SOS system it kind of put it like did it get annoying yeah but I it's meant to be like it's not like when they start calling it SOS it's meant to be like oh shit like, great, now I gotta deal with this. Like, it's meant to be that, like, kind of obnoxious thing. Mm -hmm. I, I dug that. I appreciate that. Trials, very unique breath at the fresh air in terms of a journey type that you're going through. Uh, now, Z moves. Z moves, Z moves. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like Z moves. No. I don't. It's It's bad enough that you have to like give it as an item again and then like certain moves it's just it's a mess i i see what they were i guess trying to go for but they they eventually i think they got to where they wanted to be with the next gen when it comes to these power moves mm -hmm. and stuff like that but this gen it just wasn't it it was just not it yeah agreed um, i think at times where it was just simply, I use the moves, but it like I like legit just wrecked shit with it. But for as much as a mechanic they were bringing there, I feel like yes, the Kahuna's kind of they did it, but like I don't feel like it was used as much as it probably should have been. No. Yeah. So it was just so weird. I didn't. I, I didn't like it. I just think it was a mess. Agreed. Uh, other than that, like for the most part, other mechanics of this region, just the ride Pokemon, I dug. I thought it was just very cool. I never was a big fan of HMs. Yeah. I, I wasn't. No, I, I wasn't either. very annoying because it didn't, I feel like it was, I get JJ what he said about it made you strategize and you have to do it. Mm -hmm. But to me, playing an RPG game, it limited like the creativity I could do, especially if I wanted to do specific team types. Then I'm just always sitting there just like, damn, I can't, I have to, at least, I don't know, it throws it off in some way. But the ride Pokemon, it was cool. And also, like, it was also kind of unique, too, because then it's like, you, it's like, you see, it's like, okay, 
another aspect of not all Pokemon are just for straight up battle. Like they here's some utility and stuff like that. Like you were riding Tauros and just busted rocks and stuff as a ride. You had mud stale to traverse, like it's like what you would picture like a giant horse. You know, Machamp carrying you is fucking hilarious. Like, <laughs> that thing is just funny. And then like I, I was it this one we got Charizard with Fly? Yep, Charizard with Fly. Yeah, Charizard with Fly. Like yeah. Lapras to surf. Yeah, La- Lapras to surf. Like that. Is, like that is what I like. Mm-hmm. It makes sense too. No more of this. Like, hey, I taught my bee doof how to surf. I'm gonna <laughs> sit on my overgrown beaver and we're gonna cross this ocean together. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and like with the ride Pokemon too, it makes sense that like, like Lapras shouldn't have to know a move. Mm-hmm. In order to transport someone on his back, I think it's literally the transport Pokemon. Yeah, um, and like some Pokemon just shouldn't need to know those HMs. It just should be able to do it. Like mm-hmm. Machamp should just be able to move boulders. Mm-hmm. You know, like that shouldn't be a problem for it. Uh, Z moves, I I don't like them. Um, it, it's too like too much of a like an OP thing. I like the games are already easy enough without giving me like uh, a one hit KO in a lot of cases. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, it's a mechanic that they bring in and then they do away with. Um, yes. And they don't like, there's not even a reason that it could only happen in this region. Like someone could come to this region, get a Z bracelet, get Z crystals go to another region and still use their Z-moves. Mm-hmm. In fact, I think that happens in the anime. I think. Because uh, I remember Ash goes to see... Or, no, wait. Brock and Misty come to Alola, I think. Okay. Not the other way around. Mm-hmm. So, ignore me. I might just be talking out of my ass. You're, uh, you're good. <laughs> I, yeah. I don't like Z-moves. Yeah, I agree with both you guys. I do not like Z-moves either. I will say there's a couple that look... The sequences that look fun, like Incineroar using Malicious Moonsault and just, like, suplexing someone. Pulverizing Pancake. Yeah, Pulverizing Pancake is fun, too. Um, also, when you use the Fighting Z move, you literally uh, do the whip. Um, so, there's certain things that are funny. Um, but, yeah, for the most part, really, it's just... It's a wasted mechanic, and I... I'm happy to see it gone, unfortunately, like we got with Megas. Megas were pushed to the side at, until the post came, and then they're gone completely as well, and Z-moves are gone. Makes you wonder if Dynamax is just going to be gone after Gen 8 is done when they move to Gen 9. So, Well, like we talked about in the past, jumping ahead, Gen 8, they put in their story, this is a specific thing that this region has discovered. Mm-hmm. So if it disappears and we're in a new region, you're like, okay, I can live with this. Yeah. With this, they don't be like, hey, these are just stones. These are items. Like, That's true. Travel. Like, what's stopping, like, especially professors who are apparently as connected as ever, where it's like, hey, you know, check this out. Research this shit. That is true. That is true. Um it's it's just one of the again it, like JJ's always been harping on one of his biggest things like bring a mechanic in make it seem like it's big and then just be like yeah it didn't work Pause. yeah and then we're supposed to just be like forget about it like and or not even just forget about it you're just like 
why did this stop? Why did people stop using this? <laughs> yeah, so... Imagine taking a Z-Crystal in Gen 8. It's just like, hey, check this out. I have a Snorlax. He has a move called Pulverizing Pancake where he just flattens you. <laughs> and, and everyone's just like, Jesus. He yeah. Yeah that, that, yeah, that was probably the most fun one along with Malicious Moonsault. But, all right, and my opinions on the other stuff. So, Island Trials, I think, yeah, they're kind of... Eh, um, they're just kind of gym missions, um, not really super, uh, nothing really super crazy about them. Totems, I will agree that some of them are easier. I think Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon had harder totems than the original Sun and Moon. Like, yep. for example, getting, putting a Raquinid instead of Wishy Washy, that thing is tough for the second <laughs> Will Knows, because we, we started in Ozlak and he wiped like three times. Yeah, to be honest, the only reason that you can beat that thing super easily in Ultra Sun Ultra Moon is because you're able to get a Halucha um, earlier on if you can, like, if you, you can just trade for it, and that's, like, the easiest way to beat the Araquanid. Um, right, I know, I know you couldn't have, but, like, a normal, if someone's not doing a Nuzlocke, or if they yes. have that typing, um, but, yeah, no, otherwise, I mean, that Araquanid is a huge challenge, I think the Marowak is even somewhat of a challenge, because that thing also has, like, a thick club, and if you're not careful, that thing has really good attack. <laughs> chucking at you. <laughs> yeah, so, um, there's some really tough battles, uh, in Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon, and of course Ultra Necrozma, which we already discussed, but, like, I would say, like, Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon is harder than the original Sun and Moon, but, um, and then SOS Pokemon, I like how they go with, like, certain Pokemon go together, like, rivalries, or, like, like, it's not just, like, people, the Pokemon who get a lawn, they're, a lot of times they're even rivalries, like, Corsola and Mariani, like, Mariani eat Corsola, um, or, like, Sableye and Carbink, Sableye eat Carbink, like, there's some really interesting matchups there, and that, that, that's kind of cool, to be honest. So, um, can be annoying at times, but, all right, we ready to move on to the story. All right, all right. Uh, we got to talk about your boys, Team Skull. Uh, you got the hand movements. Uh, Team Skull, I will say, is one of my favorite evil teams, if not my favorite. I will say, even though they're cartoony as heck, and even though they're kind of a joke, I honestly like that. Um, it like, and. Honestly, I want to say that I love, uh, we also have, uh, Plumeria, who's admin, and I love, of course, your boy, Guzma, the leader of Team Skull. I think Guzma's a lot of fun, and I like, I also like, because they give him a little bit of character as well. I mean, really, you see that, you know, Team Skull's working with Aether, the Aether Foundation, and Guzma has this relationship with Luzamine, and, like, you have a little bit of a story there with Guzma, and then, like, by the end, Guzma turns, like, he's not that bad of a guy, um, like, by the end of the game, uh, when everything happens. So, I mean, also my favorite dialogue is when you first meet Guzma in the Third Island, and, like, um, 
and he like asks you like uh what's your like what do you think you need to train pokemon and you <laughs> as a kid you're like oh you just need a little bit of heart and like and this and like all this good natured like kid kid talk and goes was like no 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 you no that's wrong you stupid kid like that's probably my favorite piece of dialogue and i just I also love when Guzma like freaks out when he loses. So I don't know. There's there's a lot of good things to say about Team Skull, to be honest. Uh, personally, their vibe isn't my thing. <laughs> but that being said, I they're a nice change of pace from previous teams. Um, they do get some more character. I like the idea that these are just a bunch of punks. Because it makes more sense that a kid is able to take them on more yes. readily. Um, again, not my favorite thing in the world, but like they're more befitting of the role that they fill. So overall, I like them more as a team for that reason. Well, I love these guys so much. <laughs> The dialogue, just even from the grunts, are just incredible. Like, it's just, I have a good time every time I see these guys. Because it's just a team. They're just a bunch of goofballs. It's just so much fun. My favorite fucking line of dialogue, and it's always hilarious, is Grunt 1 or Grunt A and Grunt B. When you meet him back in the first trial, it's like, you remember us? And you can be like, no. And they're like, what? Oh, it's because we switched places. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they just slip over me like there. <laughs> it's so cheesy, but it's my type of humor, and I loved it just because I was like, this is what I needed. I needed this pressure. And like Jay just said, it's a breath of pressure because, like, legit, we just had, like, three gen, like, three or four generations of evil teams of, I'm going to destroy everything. Right. variation. And now you have a team that's just like lighthearted. They're lighthearted as hell. They're just hired in a sense. Yeah. They're just they're just doing it, and it's almost for the lulls, and I love it. And then when you get into their their hideout, their time, I'm like, yep. Po Town is really really cool as a hideout too. Like it fits them. Right, but like teach just every time I see them, they're walking up and they're just doing their hand motions and they're walking. I'm just like these guys. I'm like I'm like. Also, not even gonna lie, I'm very uniformed. <laughs> that is some badass looking shit. Like they just look cool. Yeah. <laughs> they just look cool. Yeah. No, they're, they're my favorite evil team. I mean, I'm not even gonna call them evil. They're not evil, but they're just my favorite antagonist team. Yeah. And I, I don't know. My favorite lines are also like, um, I think it's where like the the one like you're trying like when people like ignore them and then they're like, you know, I already got self-esteem issues, man. <laughs> <laughs> I got self-esteem issues. Or I, or, or like, uh, when the one guy, they're trying to steal berries. And the one guy's like, let's nab some berries. <laughs> <laughs> like, Oh my God. <laughs> God, it's just they're just so much fun and i'm just like i'm reading every dialogue that they have every time it comes up to be honest but this this generation is balls, yeah yeah you can talk about guzma <laughs> your boy oh yeah his glycopod is crazy you're like, you're like it's like all lighthearted, and then you get to him and you're just like 
not funny. <laughs> no, bad. Yeah. Bad, bad. If you're not prepared when you go against him, like, the first time you face him, you could easily get KO'd by his Glycopod. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, um, yeah, they, they did a good job with Guzma all across the board. Um, yeah, so that that was good. Um, I What was I going to say? I can't remember, so we'll just move through. Um, all right, and then we got uh, our Aether Foundation. We got Luzamine, who is a crazy, batshit crazy lady. Um, that and, and the fact that they tie it to Lily and Gladion being her children and her, her being this mother that, like, uh, basically pushes them away, but she supposedly care like, she doesn't really care about them. Like, she likes to think she did, and then they didn't, like, respect her love for them but like she really just didn't care about them um at least in the original sun and moon like that was the one one of the best parts in the original sun and moon over ultra sun ultra moon that they for some reason they got rid of that storyline of her just like losamine losamine in the original sun and moon is really really good i think uh, i'm gonna be honest like i didn't get to this part in the game okay so i'm gonna skip over me for this yeah well, yeah, I'm not even gonna lie. Yeah, kind of. I agree with you. It's just crazy. crazy. Yeah, very oh, crazy. Her look, her in the Nihilego where she gets absorbed, she becomes the mother beast. Like that is like, like that's the type of stuff where I'm just like, we're like we go from Team Skull to this. I'm just like, jeez. <laughs> and then you wonder why Team Skull is just like, man, I really uh. <laughs> why? Why did I? Why did I need to reconsider my life choices? I need to rethink my decisions here. Yeah, no, but like, I like overall, like this, the story is, it's it, it's cool. I, I I had a ball. I'm not even gonna lie. As much as I've been questioning Ultra Beast and all that stuff, Team Skull, I was like just going through the journey has made it just fun. Mm-hmm. Just to deal with. It's just like, I love running into these guys. I just mm-hmm. do. Yeah. Yeah, I... You know what? I went, like, this was part of my reasoning. Like, Team Skull alone was part of the reasoning for me uh, boosting this up. It's not my least favorite generation, partially because of Team Skull. Like, honestly. Um, I, I like Team Skull way better than a cer- another evil team that we've already talked about. So, um, yeah. I, so, um, is there anything else on Team, on the Aether Foundation? Alright, and then we got the Ultra Recon Squad. That For Ultra Sun and Moon introducing them, they really weren't that consequential. I mean, you know, you get the Ultra Necrozma storyline a little bit, but I, I don't know. I, and you get Poiple from these guys, but I don't know. The only memorable part about them is the dude with the really good mustache. Right. So, um, anything on the Ultra Recon Squad? <laughs> no, they're not Team Squad. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, all right, let's move on then to our gym leaders and elite four and rivals. I mean, really, we can kind of just like group all like the trial captains and whatnot into one. And really, we don't have it. Technically, we are the champion of this region because um, there wasn't a you just get challenged. Um, so our trial captains and grand trial captains, we've got Alima. We've got Lana, we've got Kiawe, we've got Mallow, 
we've got Sophocles, we've got Molane, uh, we've got Olivia, we've got Hala, we've got Nanu, uh, Acerola, uh, Hapu, uh, and then um, I think that's all of them. Oh, and then the flying, I think Kahili in Elite Four, the flying lady, the golfer. Um, so I think that's all of those that are like the elite four and like the trial captains and whatnot. I mean, I, I'm sure Will's going to say Hala's probably his favorite. I'd probably say Hala, Olivia, um, Nanu's pretty cool of being like this, like really, uh, grizzled, like police officer that you meet on the third Island and he's like the grand trial captain, but like, he doesn't care about being in the Pokemon league that kukui made so he's just like okay i'm gonna go off and do my own thing because i don't really care about any of this so um i didn't get to all of these but mm-hmm. uh in general i love the idea of island kahunas mm-hmm. because um it goes back to this idea like will's been saying of the best pokemon trainers being the ones that people look to to help with things that are going wrong it makes sense that these people are the ones who are going to be in these positions of authority to help out in dire situations and to make decisions that affect people. Um, as far as like my favorite, I really like Kiawe. Um, I like his whole aesthetic. His, his hair's kind of cool, mm-hmm. and um, I just I don't know. Like I I really like his connection to the fire Pokemon. And this has really made me like Fire Pokemon more, is his character. Mm. That's, that's, yeah. Kiawe, is pretty good. Um, yeah. Well. Uh, sorry. One, oh. one more interjection. Um, I will say a lot of what I was saying, too, comes from the anime. Um, mm. Because I did watch the Sun and Moon series on Netflix. Yeah. Um, and on that, I do like that the trial captains are like Ash's group of friends, and that like um, the they they're kids, which is cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I'll agree with that. Well, yeah, I, the second island uh, captains I definitely really liked. You know, harken to grass, water, fire. Yeah, dope. yeah, like, like you guys are saying, like really, I like just that that energy and all that with him, but. Y'all already, already know who the main kahuna is. Holla! Uh, just every demand for the greeting, everything, he just seems like, uh, like when reading his text, so much personality just comes off the screen on it. Even with no voice actor, I just, in my head, I just picture, I'm just like, this guy is somebody I would follow. I don't, like, I would love, like, I'm not saying the other kahunas, the other kahunas are pretty cool. Like, they're dope. Mm-hmm. They're all unique in their own way. Hala, like, just is something about that guy is so lovable. And I'm so glad he comes back into the Elite Four. Yeah. He comes back because it's like he's the first Kahuna, so it's not going to be super challenging. So seeing him come back again, it's nice. Again, this game overall is not that very difficult to begin with, but. I'll like just everything about Hala is just so much, especially like the scene like with like Taros where he's just like he's like you meet Taros before you get the ride and he's just like Taros just says something he's like oh you want to play tag <laughs> <laughs> I'm like I'm like that's me if I was in this Pokemon world it's just like oh you're trying to play tag bang he's just going after this angry bull <laughs> like just like everything like that's the 
one thing I love about this game. So much personality and a lot of the cares, and it just makes me actually really enjoy reading the text. And actually <laughs> enjoys seeing these characters come back and return and talk to you and interacting with them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I can agree with that. Um, yeah, I, I think we've said... All I'll say is probably my least favorite is Sophocles, just mainly because of Festival Plaza being terrible. Um, we haven't really touched on it, but I mean, I think we've all agreed. I think we mentioned last week that Festival Plaza, we don't understand why it went to this from the player search system. So it's a terrible mechanic, and unfortunately, Sophocles is bad. I, I, I just don't really care for him anyway. I mean, you know. Yeah, I don't like him in the game or in the anime that much. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so, um, and I mean, uh, and I don't know, Molain's just kind of there, um, being the steel type, and I believe he replace he goes in Elite Four in Ultra Sun and Moon instead of Hala, so, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'd rather have Hala too, so, um, but yeah, so that's all, everybody there, um, and then we got Arrivals, we gotta talk about how, and, uh, how is actually really really fun i will say that he fits the gen 7 games really well for what they were going for um and um i and then we also have gladion and lily lily's a little bit annoying um but then you also get the nebby getting the bag memes and then gladion's kind of cool actually he's like the edgy 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 teen um but um, you get to see Type Null and Silvalli through him, and his team also fits his personality, so. I want more Gladion and less Hal. Oh my um, god. <laughs> Edgy. I just. I, I get that Alola's like this bountiful, happy region, mm -hmm. but like, it's so god dang happy. <laughs> so happy. Oh my god. I, I just. I don't know i want a little bit more of like just a little bit of melancholy there that just makes for a better story in my opinion also where's the depression <laughs> how is this big doofus like I, he's great he is um but like he's so like clumsy he's such a klutz uh and like I, he's a great character um but we don't need a repeat of him next gen Okay, that's very fair. <laughs> well, looking at me like, uh. Yeah, well, your thoughts on these rivals? When we talked about rivals in the past, I always said Blue is close to my favorite. Because mm -hmm. I, I like just that rash thing. And then when I re-looked into this, I forgot how much I actually really loved Hal. And even still, we have to. Like, that, like, it's a nice balance. Mm-hmm. I like that edginess, even though, like, his posing is fucking... <laughs> to me, I wanted this to be our group. I want a traveling group where you just... You're the protagonist, but you got Hal's happy-go-lucky self, and then you got the pose of this fucking idiot. It's gonna be the death of me. <laughs> it's just... Yeah. Those together. But I... I love Hal. Like, okay, so we... He's not the first, because we had Barry. Barry was that fucking energetic... Buddy. Right. But, like... How to me is just the definition of just a good time chill. Like, you kick his ass, and he's just like, eh, fuck it, I'm still making it my way through here. He's like, I'm still, <laughs> I'm still knocking out scrubs. Oh well. Like, he's just <laughs> literally just 
doesn't give a, he's out here just having a good fun and like his smile everything about how is just like i'm just like man if i was in this world how would probably be my best friend just because <laughs> you tell him an idea he's just like fuck it we're doing it yeah <laughs> but it, he doesn't come off over the top to me because it's just like Barry was over the top in the sense that he was very competitive. Mm-hmm. And then he was over the top, so he was like, I'm going to be this, 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 and then you kick his head, and he's just like, oh. How's just like, dude, he's like, he's like, he from the very beginning, How's just like, dude, I'm here for a fun time. Like, <laughs> I'm not here, I'm going to do me, you do you, and like, you win no matter what you do, he's just like, hey, dude, all right, nice. And then like, when things are exciting, he's like, dude, Let's go. We're in the city. He's just so excited. He's like, the food, everything. Like, I love him. But then Sylveon, I'm saying his name, right? Gladion. Gladion. I, I, I combined him and Silver for some reason. <laughs> but, like, um, and, like, the Pokemon, too. But uh, Gladion, yeah. Uh, he's a nice balance. I like, I know JJ likes him. I can see why JJ likes him. <laughs> Ruddy, edgy as fuck. A lot of mommy issues. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> That's not related to JJ, but I'm saying like the, the 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 character has a lot of mommy issues. Let's be real here. You don't get more depressed, I guess, than that. All right. But anyways, so wait, if Will's how and JJ's Gladion, who am I then? That uh, makes you the protagonist, I guess. I I guess so. Okay. Your family, though, how can you not have parental issues? Oh, no, yeah. I don't blame him. If you didn't have it, I'd be like, question. Okay, first of all, Lily annoys the fuck out of me. Yeah. I, Lily. Lily. Lily can go. Yeah. I'll take her brother. Yeah. I'll take her brother. Give me her brother. Give me how. Me. And that is a power trio that nobody's going to stop. Like, and it's. I would just love to see an animation of that. They got to find some personality for a per- protagonist. But give me just like an animation with how. And Glidion just going through adventures just badly. Because Hal's not a bad trainer. Neither is Glidion. But Hal's personality is so different. And I just want to see the posing. Just the constant face palming of just anytime Hal gets excited. He's just like, God damn it. It's too early in the morning for this shit. <laughs> Only thing I have against Hal is the fact that he starts this trend of using the starter that you're strong against. Um... I will agree to that. That's part of how why this game is very easy. Yeah. I will not lie. But I really don't feel like... And I also feel like rival isn't the right term for this. That's true. How would be the perfect hype man? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He would He would be great as a... As I just... don't even... Yeah, I think... I think it's... I think this might be a trend. Like, if we really be honest here. We call it a rival because that's like all... like. It's the position of what it is. Mm-hmm. But it's really not a rival if you think about it, though. It's more so like you were actually just traveling with your best friend. That's true. And if you think about it, you're competitive with your best friend. Like, anytime you do anything with your best friend, you compete with your best friend. But you're not as cool. Like, blue rival. Like, tra- like very mean trash talking to the point of he's not helping you. No. How he's helping you along the way, you know, like giving you, like teaching you about the region and stuff like that. Like, he's your best friend. Yeah. But you can battle against your best friend, but there's no bad blood there. 
And I think this is done very well. So I don't treat Howe as a pure rival, just as a best friend in a sense. That you, yes, builds the rival slot, but I, it, he doesn't give off bad vibes. Yeah, I can agree with that. Um, yeah, you guys, are, you're, you guys are helping me out with, with uh, making my opinion go up a little bit on John 7. You're uh, welcome. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> Uh, uh, funny that Moana's set in Hawaii, too, and then, <laughs> um, all right, then, uh, we've got to talk about Professor Kakui, a.k.a. the Master Royal, um, Kakui, no you can't prove that, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right, Lily's the Master Royal, um, <laughs> Will would be so disappointed, yeah, no, <laughs> yeah, don't ruin the secret, <laughs> Well, you never see Lily and the Master Royal in the same room together, so. Uh, no, but I, I mean, Kukui is definitely, because of what you get from him and, in, in, you know, as the Master Royal and, you know, Professor Kukui, I mean, I just, he is definitely my favorite Pokemon professor. He's, uh, they did a really good job making a really likable Pokemon professor in this generation, so I can't say anything negative on that. Um... So, yeah, and I just, like, you get called cousin immediately, like, it, that, it's just such a cool air about him, about Kakui, and it's, it is also funny, though, when, like, you start the game and he just barges into your house a couple times, like, <laughs> like, it is funny, um, but yeah, no, Kakui's awesome, so. Even without the, um, Master Royal aspect of his character, I love Professor Kakui, mm. um, just his whole vibe makes him so much more personable. Mm-hmm. Um, just easier to connect with as a young kid. Like someone like Professor Oak, yeah, cool, but I'm going to see him as like this old guy who's given me a Pokemon. Cool. I'm going to go now. Professor Kakui, it's like, you're a cool dude. I want to hang around a bit, you know? Mm-hmm. And you're like, yeah, sure. <laughs> welcome. You're welcome. Sorry. Favorite professor. Yeah. <laughs> this is my favorite professor. Can we also talk about how this guy, and also it's like, it's also like implied like how good of a trainer he was. Yeah. Like he's doing this by choice. Like he's just like, I'm going to step aside. He's all about moves. Like that's like, that's his study. And we're not, are we like, this guy's just like, I have a rock rough. I study moves. Hey, rock rough. Use tackle on me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, this man, man, this guy, this guy, I love it so much. Like, energy, like, everything about the vibes of this region, and it, like I said, the characters have so much personality, he is no exception. And just, like, oh, my God, just, I can picture in my mind this guy just going through this research, just like, oh, so this Pokemon knows this one. He's just like, I wonder what that feels like. Yo, man, hey, Thunderbolt, right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's cool, man, it's fine, it's fine, I'll be all right. Yeah, I, yeah, I really do like Kakui. Again, um, yeah, the opinion is definitely raising more and more as we talk I about these. Because I think in Ultra Sun and Social Moon, you battle him, don't you? No, that's in Regular Sun Moon. He yeah, challenges you when you, you're champion. Yeah, he's the champion, and it's just like... And it's a tough battle, actually. Yeah, it's, and it, like I said, he's a, in this game, he's a proven now that I think about it, again, jumping ahead, I just want to see an interaction between Kahui and Leon. I just feel like that would just be 
all so much fun to watch. Yeah. So, I mean, in terms of, again, I mean, technically, you are the champion in Gen 7, but I mean, are we counting Kakui as the champ? It's Kakui and Sun and Moon and then Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon. You face How instead, I believe. But I guess are we counting Kakui as Gen 7's champion that you face? He's a champion regardless, so we yeah. can call him the champion if we want. <laughs> He's, I, yeah. He's a champion in two ways. Yeah. I, I really like him even just as that final battle that you face uh, at the end um, because he is tough. Um, and you have to be prepared for his battle as well. So, because like I, because if I remember correctly, it's been a hot minute. No matter what your starter is, he has an Incineroar himself. Yeah, or he has he has the starter that's strong against you. Yeah, and then and then an Incineroar on top of it, so it's like. I, yeah. If I, or am I? Am I? I, I think it's just the starter that's strong against you. I think his team is that is the strong starter. Stronger starter, um, I think it's Lycanroc, which is the, well, the yeah, day I, I form. I'm really drawing a blank yeah, on I this believe it's here. day form Lycanroc as well, Snorlax, uh, Braviary. <laughs> I'm scared. Um, I'm trying to remember what his other couple team members are. Okay, but let's just talk about the ones that you've already listed. Like, these are some hard Pokemon to fight against. Braviary is a really, really strong bird Pokemon. Snorlax, you know, is just Snorlax. He's like the tankiest of tanks. Yeah. Plus, plus Z moves. Like he's gonna literally flatten you. <laughs> yeah, and he and they added the move High Horsepower, which Snorlax can also learn. So that also boosts Snorlax up even more. Um. So yeah, I'm. I can't remember his last two team members, but Kukui's tough, so... Um... Yeah. Will, are you looking up Kukui's team? Yeah, I'm trying to find it. It's... it's it, we'll, we'll move on. I, I'm, I'm finding it right now. Okay, well, I'll just mention... So, we got Easter eggs, and we'll do our gen rankings. So, Easter eggs, uh, we got Red and Blue showing up in the post-game. Uh, I will say, Battle Tree is in the post-game, so that does come up. Um, uh, oh, and, uh, in Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon, you, well, I'll get to that in the rest of these Easter eggs, I suppose. R Red and Blue show up at the battle tree, you can choose which one to battle, and then you can also do the double battle against them in the battle tree. Um, there's also, uh, Grimsley from Gen 5 shows up, um, randomly, and does, like, the coin flip thing and gives you the Sharpedo ride. Um, and then you also get, uh, Samson Oak, uh, a.k.a. Uh, Black Oak, Hawaiian Oak, um, <laughs> which is interesting. Um, he shows up. Um, uh, Rotom Dex is also a feature that is in this. I mean, Rotom's obviously a Gen 4 Pokemon. We get the Rotom Dex in this, which has a personality of its own. Um, <laughs> it literally tells you to be easy on the goods the first time you meet it, so... Um, then you get Cantonian Gym. Um, you get that in the on the third island where you can. It's literally set up like Lieutenant Surge's gym, and you can get like the Thunder Badge basically from just beating that optional thing. Um, and then we get uh, uh, Dexio and Cinna from Gen Six. Uh, they show up and give you the Zygarde Cube or whatever, so you can get Zygarde stuff. Um, 
And then you also get Team Rainbow Rocket and Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon. Um, you get to face all the evil teams, villains, um, and they all have legendary Pokemon um, from their respective generations. So that's pretty cool. Like Giovanni has Mewtwo. So that that is cool to have, and that's a really good post game. So uh, I just want to talk about Rotom decks. <laughs> um, that was my least favorite part of the anime. Uh, but also, I'm just not that fond of that uh that part of this game Um, yeah i got professor kakui's team holy shit what are his Uh, last two in incineroar braviary lucario napoleon venusaur snorlax huh i thought he had a braviary what i thought he had a braviary no no, i did say braviary Oh, Inc- oh. Incineroar, Braviary, Lucario, Empoleon, Venusaur, Snorlax. That okay. was three final evolutions of starters, and all of them are like, all of his team is like top tier shit. Yeah, that is actually extremely good. Uh, and Professor Kakui did go to like the Kanto region and what, like, it's, he talks about a little bit in the beginning of being like he was once like the Kanto champion at one point or something. Um. He's a two-time champion. Yeah, so it, it's a really cool thing. Um, I really want him to meet Leon. You also you also get the battle royal battle royale dome as well, which was it was interesting because they tried to actually put a free for all system, but you can you could do that with multi battles with friends anyways. You just can attack the same person the person on the same side as you. For here, it was like you had to get if you got a certain number or as soon as someone's all of someone's uh, Pokemon fainted, then the battle was over, and you have got the mo- whoever got the most kills won. So, um, but that, it was still an interesting concept to use. So, um, and so, uh, is there anything else uh, that we want to talk about? Any other Easter eggs or any other features? And before we move on, all right, let's do our Gen Ragon. So, you guys honestly. Um, boosted my opinion as we were talking about this, and I had a lot of fun talking about this generation. Um, I will say I still don't like the hand-holding and even uh, mentioning the Rotom decks. They literally give you a map in the game of where you need to go, and you didn't get that in previous generations. You kind of had to, you know, figure it out as you went along um, for certain places. Um, Like, Imagine if they literally gave you, like, a map of, like, Rock Tunnel in Gen 1. Uh, you know, as a, as a kid, getting through Rock Tunnel was a nightmare. But imagine, you know, it, it's like that. Like, they defeat the challenge of, like, trying to find where you're trying to go. Um, great things, though, for this game. We talked about it. Team Skull is a delight. Um, you know, some of the story elements are cool. Kukui's great as well. Um... You know, we talked about how in Gladion, I mean, a lot of the Pokemon are cool. Like, they added some really cool new Gen 7 Pokemon, Alolan forms. Um, trials were at least interesting to change the, you know, the format up of what we've been doing. Um, so, I think in the, you know, I have it at, I put it in, at 5th. I put it above Gen 1 and Gen 6. Um, I, you know, I initially moved it up over Kalos. And then I was, as I was thinking, you know, I enjoy some of what we've been talking about more than I enjoyed Gen 1. Like, Gen 1 just feels a little bit bland to me, and at least this had some excitement in what we were saying with, like, some positivity. It's just, I don't know that I can put it above anything else, um, just because I don't, 
I just, some of the negatives and like, you know, the, as JJ said, one of the only games where, you know, if you're, if you can't make it past the first island of the game, like, which is pretty much all tutorial, like, it's just, you know, that's not a good sign for your game. Um, but obviously if you make it past that point or if you can, you know, if you get into the dialogue as well said, like if you really enjoy Team Skull, there's things, uh, like that, that can keep you going so i mean it's just that tutorial on that first island that hurts it uh a lot um and some of the features like festival plaza are not good either so fifth place for me so the tutorial is like that's really a huge thing for me it really is because mm -hmm. like if i quit a game because i couldn't get into it just because of that aspect of it um like that to me is bad game design um but uh that being said like so much of this game is done so incredibly well um jake you do have some good points but will also boosted mine up a bit um alola is going to be my current number one. Oh. Um, oh. I, i'm also going to be moving around my the rest of my order a little bit okay um so here is my new order i'm flipping hoen and sinnoh so i'll have alolan hoen then sinnoh okay um and then i'm gonna move kanto down to what's now six so it'll be hoen sinnoh uh kalos univa kanto jodo the reason for moving sinnoh and kanto down is i'm realizing a lot of what i was ranking them with was nostalgia sinnoh still is really good but i think that the hoen games are just better design mm -hmm. um and then kanto like just doesn't stay in the test of time against these later generation games it was the series like the game series that kicked it off so it should be the worst like it, it literally should be every game afterwards should be an improvement even if it's already a great game mm -hmm. yeah so all right well uh like jj uh as right now this is gonna be my number one um, I also am going to adjust my list a little bit. I know Sinnoh was my number two then at this point. <clears throat> I'm going to put uh, Hoenn at uh, number two. I Like JJ was saying, I, I do like Sinnoh, but I've said it in the past, and it's something that I've been thinking about. Hoenn is probably one of the more, most replayable yeah. uh, gens. Mm-hmm. And I really enjoyed it, so I gotta have them too. But onto this one, I'm putting this as the number one right now. Is despite the flaws, I had my game that I had so much just pure fun playing, and some of it has to do with just the different nuzlocks that I did with you, Uberuki, mm -hmm. uh, other sort of things just about it, just like memories that I built up in college with this. I had so much fun playing this gen. Even despite the flaws and some of the things I didn't like, it was just, it got overshadowed by so much of the positivity to where it's like, kind of gets shown by my personality just on these podcasts. Like, I am a very just upbeat, fun person. So when I'm playing a game that sh has similar energy with me, mm -hmm. especially a game like Pokemon, like certain genres, I don't want that energy. But like, for this, like, fun adventure, 
I had a ball just going through these trials. I just had a ball playing this game. And so the amount of fun that I had, despite the gripes that I would have, it puts it at the number one because I genuinely had so much fun with this jet. And Hoenn's the next one for me. Mm -hmm. Just because of how well that game was, like that gen was. This one, I have to put it out there because I had more fun with it. It like game for game wise, I will not argue if somebody says the whole engine games were better than this. I will not argue, but in my rankings, this gen's higher up because this just reminded me of what games are always about at the end of the day. Fun. How much fun can you have playing a game? And that's what I have with this gen. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I know we haven't been playing the generations every, well, because that'd be way too much time, um, but man, this makes me want to do, like, another Nuzlocke like we had in college and whatnot, do another, man, I, I wouldn't mind doing that and, you know, giving Gen 7 another try, because, I mean, if we ever decided to do one, uh, that'd be, that'd be a fun time, and finish it <laughs> this time instead of just starting it and not being able to finish it. Well, we've done so many in that gen, though. Like, it was hard to... And that also with college and stuff, you know. It's, it's hard to finish that stuff. That was always, like, the big thing. Right, right. Um, all right. Anything else we want to say? Or are we ready for me to tease uh, our upcoming things? All right. Good to go. Good to go. All right. So we yes. are... Very nearly done with our Pokemon coverage. Next week we got Galar. We got we're gonna talk about Leon and we're gonna we're gonna do the the Leon pose and we're gonna talk about Gigantamax, Dynamax, we're gonna talk about everything with Sword and Shield. Uh and that that's gonna be a lot of fun and it's it's crazy to be have <laughs> almost gone through all eight Pokemon generations up to this point. Uh, if they come out with Gen 9, we might have, we might have to break down Gen 9 at that point, but we'll have to see. Um, but, uh, and then also tomorrow we will be continuing our What If series, uh, us and Gabe, and we will talk about, uh, uh, Chadwick Boseman, one of his last, because I believe he's confirmed to be in at least four episodes of What If, uh, but we are going to talk about Chadwick Boseman, one of his last, uh, performances, uh, as T'Challa, uh, what if T'Challa became Star-Lord? So it's going to be, this is going to be a lot of, a really fun episode to talk about tomorrow. Um, and so we're going to discuss all of that and all of the things that came with it. So, uh, otherwise, uh, we will see you guys next time on Tribe of Nerds.